0: Everybody and welcome to Meeples and Wine. I am Michael,
1: and I am Susie, and this is our Napod Pomo episode nineteen.
0: Nineteen in time for the twenty-second. <laughs> so be prepared for a bunch of rapid-fire ones on the thirtieth. I'll tell you that right now.
1: <laughs> We're gonna wait till the last minute. We're
0: wait till the last minute. We're gonna do a bottle of wine for each show and knock out four of them in <laughs> one afternoon. And so let me tell you, episode thirty is gonna be amazing. <laughs>
1: We'll just be like, whoa. whoa, whoa, I've never liked whoa, 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 whoa I don't even like you. I don't even like
0: games. Why are we doing this? <laughs> All right. So yes, listener feedback. We do not have any. So it makes us sad.
1: But we know we have listeners. We know we
0: have listeners. I know you so guys hello. are out there. Hello. Click that link in the show notes. You can find us on Twitter. You can click that link and leave us a voicemail. Meeplesandwine at gmail.com. Uh go to the Facebook page. Go to our Instagram, which I've recently found out. Uh maybe to get you guys to respond, I will I will film tomorrow. I will do an Instagram story of Suzanne waking up. Oh no. <laughs> and we will talk about games and coffee while she sits at the table looking like Popeye. <laughs>
1: Huddling over <laughs> my hot coffee. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of hot drinks, what are we drinking today?
1: We are drinking Chaucer's Mead, otherwise known as honey wine. I don't know why they had to put that on the label. But they also wrote gluten-free, so.
0: Yes, and I don't know what episode I had my rant about that, but.
1: Because beer would be, only, I guess some people might call think of it as a beer. I don't know, because of Thor. Didn't he I drink mead?
0: Yeah, mead is, mead is a, uh, you know, that's like the Norwegian, it's the Viking drink. You drink mead and you have a, you make a pact. And
1: you smash the mug on the and table. Please
0: don't smash, these are only we don't, we don't have much of these yes. mugs left.
1: So this elegant wine is produced utilizing a blend of three types of fresh honey. Can you guess what they are?
0: Uh, they are uh, honeysuckle, they are daisy, and they are rose honey.
1: No, on all three counts. Well, or- I want, I
0: got 100%.
1: <laughs> orange? Can you smell the citrus? Or no? No. Well, okay. wait, can I? Well, it's honey. Well, we- it's honey from orange. Orange blossom. Blossom, right. Yeah alfalfa and sage
0: alfalfa and sage honey is a thing that i learned today
1: yeah i didn't know that either so obviously the orange blossom gives it because i can smell that a little bit Mm -hmm. but then alfalfa is supposed to be neutral in flavor and sage honey has a mild taste and a light color the mild so it's supposed to be have the richness similar to a fine liqueur but obviously, it's a dessert-style beverage. However, we have done a thing with it. So, in the traditions of medieval England, <laughs> that's what it says here. As we we've made it a hot mold drink. Yes. So the bottle actually came with spices mm-hmm. attached to the top, and Michael warmed it up on the stove. Oh,
0: had them simmering with the spice, and it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It is tasty. It is. It's mead-like, got a little bit of like a cinnamon and clove type background to it.
1: Mm-hmm. So this uh, should keep me warm tonight.
0: Uh, that should keep you unconscious tonight. <laughs> if you think the mead, the cold mead was good, the hot mead's going to hit you real mm-hmm. hard.
1: Yep. So what would you pair this with?
0: What I pair this with? Mm-hmm. Um, axe throwing, I guess.
1: <laughs> no, I mean like what kind of food? I because, mean, it's oh. like a dessert wine, so...
0: Well, I mean, this one. If since we have a hot drink, I would probably pair this with something that, since it's so smooth and mm-hmm. so uh, you know, like for like honey-like, uh, I would do this with like a tart berry uh, crisp. Oh, yeah, that like sounds like a tart good. cherry crisp, or not nothing with chocolate. Wouldn't do good with chocolate. I think don't think that would handle no, it well. No. But anything that has like a maybe like a cranberry tart.
1: How about like dried fruit and nuts? Yeah, cheese yeah you know, like a spread like that, but it would
0: have to be a soft cheese. You couldn't do like a hard cheese. this would have to be like um like a cheese with a fruit mixed in,
1: okay. see they suggested tart tarts, mm-hmm. fruit tart or pear tart with dried fruits and nuts, and with a strong cheese, like blue or aged cheese mm-hmm.
0: blue and aged blues blue soft Those cheese are both soft cheeses. Yeah.
1: okay see? isn't he good? He Look knows his wine. Ah. So, what game are we... Uh-oh.
0: Wow. <laughs> Do not breathe in when you're drinking that make right up the...
1: Especially when it's hot.
0: Oh. Right up the so hoo-ha. So,
1: we thought today, <clears throat> since Thanksgiving is tomorrow... No, the day after tomorrow. Well, it might be tomorrow when this gets released. Right. But, um, we would talk about a food-based game that we have played called Point Salad.
0: But I thought we had a question of the day.
1: Oh, we had a question?
0: We did. What is the worst Thanksgiving food?
1: Oh, okay. Well, we'll do that first. What is
0: the worst Thanksgiving food?
1: Well, when you Google it, it just brings up all the ones for health reasons. I know. Because everything is creamy and buttery and gravy. Eat this, not
0: that. You know what? You suck. I'm going to tell you that because number (laughs) one on their list is canned cranberry sauce. Really? I friggin' love canned cranberry sauce. I
1: did not when I was younger, but now I do. Love I really a nice like slice it. Slice of that stuff. <laughs> you just keep the canned shape and slice it.
0: <laughs> they, they, if this skin crawlingly perfect canned shape isn't of this congealed atrocity is enough to keep you away. You know what?
1: Well, you know what? You don't have to serve it that way.
0: That's true. You can mash it up, put it in something. Yeah, Mix make it, it
1: like yeah, put it in a bowl. Yeah,
0: squish it like dog food.
1: Squish it. Yeah. Like with a fork. But things in there they just also kinda fluff it.
0: Boiled vegetables. I mean yeah, boiled vegetables suck around. You should not be boiling vegetables to begin with. You should be steaming them, or you should be roasting them. Yeah,
1: if you boil them you get all the flavors gone into but the water.
0: They put down number three is sweet potato casserole. Excuse me?
1: Oh I love sweet potato sweet casserole. Sweet potato casserole
0: is the best.
1: Especially with the marshmallows. Ambrosia. But see, yeah, it's probably not a healthy thing. That's yeah. something you want to eat all the time. But this is a feast. So
0: like, And nobody needs a sugar bomb like this, not even at dessert. Well, you know, that's probably the reason whoever wrote this article. Has who no did joy write this article, in their life. Oh, yeah. Rihanna <laughs> Belamo, Uh, whoever the hell you are. This is why nobody invites you to Thanksgiving. And when they do, they're like, just bring a veggie tray. Right. Because you're going to be like, oh, this has no sugar in it. And it's all organically grown. And for God's sake, I am not paying six fifty for a pint of ha- of heavy cream. Organic. Organic, sun-grown, the name of the- It was the, the only Lucille- one left on the shelf. For a the pint.
1: The heavy cream left was the organic. And it was anyway, $6.50. I'm not paying that much. So we decided we're going to wait until tomorrow and see if Aldi has any heavy cream. <laughs> okay so
0: another one that they put on here is ambrosia salad which is like a jello salad with the pineapple and the cream and the marshmallows and the coconut
1: i don't see i don't like jello salad
0: see i'm not big on that but it's not i'll eat it but it's not something i find creamed onions that just looks gross that looks like a bunch of testicles and jelly you look at
1: the picture i look at the picture
0: look at the picture here i'll hold up my laptop If I were to say, is that a bowl of onions or is that a bowl of testicles? That's onions. See, that's what I'm saying. Um, And now I got to put that picture in the show notes.
1: Yeah, that's kind of yuck. No, we don't do that. But we do like the green bean casserole.
0: Green bean casserole is the best. With
1: the crispy um, fried onions on top. Mm -hmm. Except I'm going to do a version that's not creamy this year. So I can eat it. uncreamy. Well. You know, the French-style green beans and
0: then... Yeah. What else do they have here for the worst ones? Okay, creamed onions just looks... And here's the thing. Okay, I'm going to show you this and what do you call... Uh, I'm going show a picture of this and what do you call this?
1: A veggie tray.
0: Yes, it's a veggie tray.
1: Some people call it a relish tray, but that's all fresh veggies. There's no <clears throat> pickled anything right. on it.
0: And like a crudité. A crudité. crudité is what they call it. If anybody shows up at your door with a tray hey, of well, pre-cut remember, crudité... We
1: have, have French listeners. And
0: what? And feel free to send them packing. But that would be in their own packing. language. But not only is this insanely lazy, it's nowhere near the caliber of side dish that your pristine turkey deserves. Okay, you know what? A veggie tray is always welcome.
1: Yeah, a veggie tray is always welcome. Because
0: we got to munch on something to keep our stomachs full to balance the drinking before the turkey gets here. Corn pudding, they say that's terrible, even though that sounds amazing. Caramelized sweet potatoes, sounds amazing. Green bean casserole, sounds amazing. They also say green bean casserole takes too much work.
1: Well, they're probably making it with the mushroom soup and all of that.
0: They're probably the same kind of person that orders that friggin' Blue Apron crap. Okay. I got my Thanksgiving dish from Blue Apron. Everything was pre-packaged. I don't know how to measure food. Macaroni and cheese. Wrong. Ham. Wrong. Ham is always delicious. Wet stuffing. That's a noun and a verb. Okay. It says, but the wet, the the stuffing, the, the bread stuffing that you take out of the pull out of the bird after it's done cooking
1: yeah but a lot of people they don't cook it that way because they decided it wasn't safe to cook it inside the bird Suddenly it separately as like in a casserole dish
0: but then how do you get that wonderful turkey juice in that's why it's well, you dry gotta use
1: like the turkey juice you got to pour it in the dish i call after bs it's cooked.
0: no Stuffing needs to go get jammed in the turkey hole.
1: Nobody does it that way anymore. But that's apparently
0: you're... that's why people are complaining about the stuffing not well, tasting you good. You have
1: to make it taste good,
0: right? By stuffing it in the turkey. That's why they call it <laughs> stuffing. The... <laughs> the recipe, the description is in the word. It's stuffing. You can't have stuffing otherwise. No, otherwise, they just call it what bowling. We already have bowling. bowling. That has nothing to do with Thanksgiving.
1: Okay, you're being weird.
0: Soup. Okay, I will I will say this. Anybody brings soup to Thanksgiving, they get slapped.
1: Well, now my mom always <coughs> does like a chicken noodle soup because but She does
0: that for lunch before the Thanksgiving dinner.
1: Well, actually, I think we do Thanksgiving as um in the middle of the day. The Thanksgiving dinner is in the middle of the day, and then in the evening we just have a light supper with chicken noodle and well, she usually does a chicken noodle and a um what's the one that Katie likes?
0: Uh, uh, clam chowder
1: clam chowder yeah so then you could choose mm. and then there's always you know leftovers around that you can reheat from other
0: bs from um, eat this not that mm-hmm. potatoes all gratin wrong delicious cranberry relish wrong cranberry orange relish is fantastic mm. if you take a cranberry relish I and just you put like, like the regular orange, cranberry a little bit of orange zest in
1: there mm-hmm. it
0: makes a world of difference cream spinach Cream spinach. What's your stance on cream spinach? If you could eat anything that had cream.
1: No. Mm -mm. No? Mm -mm. I like cream spinach. I don't. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Now, here's the other thing. Boiled Brussels sprouts. If anybody. Yeah. They put boiled Brussels sprouts. Nobody. Boiled or broiled? Boiled. Boiled. As in putting them in water and sucking out all the flavor versus cutting them in half and sauteing them in bacon grease.
1: You could blanch vegetables yeah. that way but not. Oh no. You don't want to Boiled. boil. You don't want to boil them.
0: Yeah, so they're like, "Oh, 1970s throwback." Yeah, if you
1: When they overcooked everything yeah. in the 70s, yeah. Right.
0: Anyway, what was the name of that meat jello that they had in the 70s?
1: <laughs> I know. Meat. Yeah, it was it was some Jell-O,
0: kind of jello, 1950s. What was the name of it?
1: <sighs> I do not know.
0: Oh, it is called meat jello. That's <laughs> I was no. going to say, I don't think it no.
1: had its fancy name, did it?
0: There's a, there's a, a, a Aspic, A-S-P-I-C, Aspic, meat jello.
1: Um, you know what speck is in German? That's the fat. The okay. Speck. spec. so it's... It probably... Well, because what's jello, or, I mean, originally... Boiled it's, hooves it's and crap, yeah. It's like the animal fat. Yeah. Like when you um make your own broth and then all the stuff rises to the top, it's kind of like that. Okay kinda. Kinda. Except now of course it's like purified out the wazoo. Did you know cleared. they used to
0: make a seasoned tomato flavored jello? A what? Tomato jello?
1: What did you say before that?
0: Seasoned tomato jello. That's the flavor that they once had.
1: They did all kinds of crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, Italian salad, mixed vegetable, celery jello.
1: See these these were the children <laughs> our parents are the children of
0: the Great Depression survivors. The Great survivors. Depression
1: survivors and they just they you know they had to get inventive. They would eat anything. My grandpa used to put lard on toast.
0: So did my grandma. Lard on toast with a sprinkle of sugar, and that was her fancy fancy. Sugar. Oh yeah.
1: Oh no, this was like meat flavored lard, like the Oh, old so this is like no, lard.
0: no, that's not lard. That's like rendered fat then. It's but not... that's
1: what lard used to be. True. Now it's like pure white.
0: <laughs> yeah, now it's like hydrogenized and it's more like and...
1: butter than actual lard.
0: Yeah. Anyway,
1: but anyway,
0: on to the games.
1: Yes. So, if for for our overseas friends who don't know, Thanksgiving is an American holiday from back in the pre-colonial days when the English came over and nearly died.
0: And the pilgrims. The came one winter,
1: and they they finally the survived and had a harvest, and they
0: they discovered Macy's, and then they had a parade.
1: <laughs> they discovered Macy's.
0: True story. Look it up. <laughs> So games, we're talking about games that are based off of food. So we've already talked about, uh, not OK Go, that's a band, Sushi Go.
1: Sushi Go, yes. <clears throat> this is very similar to Sushi Go. Point Salad, you're talking about? hmm Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a while since we've played it, but um, there's a bunch of different types of vegetables, like peppers, lettuce, onion, carrots, um, cabbage, tomatoes, just about anything you can think of. Nice. On each individual card is one yeah. vegetable.
0: And this this isn't really like Sushi Go, which is like a deck building game where you pull cards into your hand and build that. It's like we're a... This is a drafting game.
1: Okay. Where
0: you draft cards.
1: But you're laying them out on the table.
0: Oh, then it is. Never mind. Yeah. Man, this meat is good. <laughs> it's by AEG Games, by the way. Yes. Make great games.
1: And, um... That wasn't me. On bar- <laughs> Sorry, mead. Um... <laughs> On um, Board Game Geek, it's rated as a 7.2. Yeah. And it was. It was a lot of fun. Um, it's it's not complicated. It's weighted at a 1.17. So the, the back of each card tells you um, is a point card. One side of the card is a point card. The other side is the vegetable. And I think you have to choose which way you're going to use it. Mm-hmm. So if you have the point card in front of you... Then that'll tell you like
0: what your salad is made of,
1: right? Well, it could tell you what to aim for, what your goals are going to be. Well, yeah. So maybe you get two points for every pepper that you have, or you get like one card could have two different things on it, like three points for every carrot, but a negative two points for every onion that you have. True, or you where get- another card might give you positive points for onions, you know. So you have to be. Um doing the math while you're playing. That? Yeah. And there's
0: some cards that are like the unobtainium of the cards, the, the point salad one that's like you get twelve or fourteen points if you have one of every vegetable. So then you, you have to balance out, you know, am I gonna be able to get every vegetable in front of me? Mm-hmm. And if I do, will I you know, if I can if I can get all twelve, I'll get twelve points, but then I have this negative two from the onions. So I'll only get right. ten. Does the risk and reward balance out that way?
1: Right. And, you know, other people are trying to collect things, so are they collecting the same thing you are? You might not be able to get what you need, or mm-hmm. you could collect things you don't need just to block other players from getting them. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that going on.
0: But this is this has been, we've played it multiple times with your brother, and it's always good.
1: It's, it's so, a quick game.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that's what we like about it. It's mm-hmm. one of those where you can pick it up really easy, and after, like, a game and a half, you've got your strategy down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like I said, it's not super difficult. I think. What do they have? How many? How many people can play this? Two to game? six. Two they to say. six. Three.
1: Around yeah. three would be best, I think. A three. Two, f- it might. I
0: think four is probably the best, but six. Any. I think anything in an even number would be all right.
1: You think evens better?
0: Just because I like even numbers. <laughs> okay, and, I didn't know you were yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, and takes fifteen to thirty minutes to play, and it's it's a good game. I mean, it's one of those pick up, play, learn how to play it. You can. Yeah. Uh, looking through this list, and uh, Susie and I were looking over some videos last night, and this game popped up twice. What on our uh, games for couples uh, YouTube videos that we're watching? It's called Morels. It's about walking through the woods, collecting mushrooms, and then cooking them up for tasty points.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah, that looked really interesting.
0: Yeah, we haven't played this one. It is made by who? It is published by Two Lanterns Games, uh, designed by Brent Povis, who has done such games as Morels and Agility. The girls would love this.
1: Agility or the or morale's
0: agility, it is a training dogs to be in one of those like agility things where they like, the oh, dogs run yeah, between yeah, the poles yeah. and all that, like
1: the gym test stuff. So cute, anyway. <laughs> he digresses, <clears throat> I
0: digress, but we've heard a lot of good things about Morrell. And it's a it's, one of the, they're
1: pretty cards too. Yeah, with, that's the other. It's thing. not just morels; it's all different kinds of mushrooms.
0: Yeah, but there's a you have to collect a certain amount of mushrooms to be able to cook them, and if you cook them, then you get the points. And but you, there's I think there was like a thing if you hold on to them, you can take points from your opponent. Right. Stuff like that.
1: Yeah, if they're trying to collect a certain type, but and some a, are more rare than others. It mm-hmm. Just it made me mis- nostalgic for when my grandpa would come home with from mushroom hunting with mm-hmm. a bunch of morels and slice them and fry them up in the pan. Mushroom they were yummy. Mm-hmm.
0: Those real long mushrooms with the little little bitty tops.
1: Stop.
0: There you go, little Susie. <laughs> That's
1: not what a morel looks like.
0: Have a cyclobin.
1: <sighs>
0: anyway, we have not played this, but we've heard a lot about it in the last couple days, mm-hmm. looking over food games. And uh, we may do a review of this soon because it looks tasty, fun, and it. pretty. Are we, we going
1: to collect it?
0: See, you didn't used to be this enthusiastic about collecting <laughs> games. I'd see a game on I'm sale, still or not. You, and you'd be like, "Yeah, that's great. When are you gonna play it?"
1: Well, it's true. There's a bunch of them down here that yeah. you haven't played yet. Yeah,
0: you take a hit off your cigarette. <sighs> when are you gonna play that one, Mike?
1: Ew, you know, cigarettes are gross. No, we have actually
0: have a bunch of games down here that are still wrapped in the plastic, yeah. and some of them are on that fine line between becoming less valuable if I open them. <laughs>
1: Uh oh. Because <laughs> you know, he likes to collect the obscure, weird kind of games that nobody else buys. Mm-hmm. And then they become rare. Yeah. And valuable.
0: And I'm like, oh, crap. But
1: only if you sell them. True. And the problem is
0: I don't want to sell right, them. Right.
1: You want to possess them.
0: I like to look at my game stacks. Huh? hmm
1: but anyway when we're old and we die you know what your kids are gonna do with all those games
0: sell them and buy a house
1: <laughs> they're gonna give them to goodwill
0: no they will not
1: uh, i bet you. I will
0: ask them tomorrow
1: you know how many games they'd have to go through to find the valuable ones 330 <laughs> have you counted that's, that's my rough estimate that's your rough estimate okay that's are we gonna talk about how to play point salad or no i thought we did well we didn't talk about how it Go ahead. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. It's just you have you you lay out three piles of cards with the point cards the point side facing up. So you can on your turn you can either draw a point card or a ve- go to the veggie market and draw I think two veggies. Mm-hmm. And from those three point card piles, you have to flip over to make the veggie market, which is two rows of three. So you've got two rows of three veggies laying on the table, and then you've got the three stacks of cards with the point card up. So you either draw the point card or you draw two veggies. So um, you have to choose. Mm -hmm. You have to choose. Am I going to build my veggie stash or am I going to collect more point cards? Because the more point cards you have, the more points you get for the veggies that you have. You don't just count them once. Count them for each point card that you have. Mm -hmm.
0: So if you got two peppers and it shows up on three point cards, you get whatever those three points are. Right. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Now, another game that we found that we have not played, uh, because we just found it about half an hour ago, Uh, I'll put this in the show notes, but there's a game called Turkey Day and it is a downloadable, printable game. And it's a resource management game where you have to put... you put tokens to make sure that you get everything done for the day. Oh, it looks like, oh, maybe that might be a homemade box. But it's a printable PDF game involving getting everything done for Thanksgiving. So you've got things like Nabbit cards.
1: Dagnabbit. Dagnabbit. So things That would that be you're... my dad. <clears throat> Dagnabbit.
0: So things like toilets back up, must resolve before doing any more cooking, drink spill, Cranberry stains on the tablecloth. Unexpected <laughs> trip to the store.
1: Well, that sounds <clears> like <throat> a nightmare.
0: <laughs> a stove fire. Oh, uh,
1: we've had those before. Remember
0: that Thanksgiving <laughs> at my so, mom's house, at your mom's house, at your parents' house? And okay, so to give her, give you an idea, Suzanne's fam- or mom's kitchen. There's the fridge, little bit of counter where the coffee maker is, oven, more counter, sink. And it's kind of shaped like a U, where the right-hand side of the U is a, a countertop where you can just sit at, like a bar table.
1: That would be the left side.
0: Well, no, the U's like that.
1: Well, if you're facing the sink.
0: <sighs> anyway. the other So if you're sitting at the bar table, you can see the oven. You're looking at the yeah, oven. Yeah,
1: it's like open concept, too. So and, you could be in the living room and see the kitchen from right. there.
0: But yeah. nobody was watching the kitchen. Everybody for, was talking, And this is the games. thing about Susie's family. One of them is fine. Two of them is a little bit louder. Three of them have to talk louder because the other two are talking louder than this, and they and pretty they, soon both
1: sides <laughs> of the room are trying to outshout each other. The,
0: their <laughs> loudness grows geometrically, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm <laughs> I'm sitting at the bar table in the kitchen, drinking my bourbon, and everybody's talking, and I look across, and suddenly uh, on the on the oven, it, it just goes, <laughs> and I'm like. The oven's on fire. Nobody notices. The oven's on fire. Nobody notices. I know I'm not going to be able to get around the corner because there's so many people. My mom
1: was standing right next to it. She was was just facing away. It was
0: behind her. Right. I think there should be another chalk up for me of like the time I kept your mom from falling down those steps in Chicago. (laughs) I I didn't. This is a moment where I did not let your mom catch on fire. Yeah. Because I'm like, she could
1: have backed up right into it. I'm like,
0: oven's on fire. Oven's on fire. The oven is on fire. The oven is on (laughs) flemo. Oven is on fire. Oven, fire. And finally, somebody turns around, and her, your family discusses things instead of, oh, my God, look at the fire. Oh, my God, the oven's on fire. Oh, could you see this? The
1: oven is on fire. Hey, Larry, did you see? The oven's on fire. And I'm
0: like, why is nobody putting it out?
1: (laughs) No, they jumped too, but nobody, it's like shock. Like, what? How did this happen? We must discuss this. You put it out, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> well, that was the other thing. I didn't want her to like throw water on it or something. Oh, that
0: would have been the worst Thanksgiving ever.
1: Yeah. yeah. What did you do? Cover it with a towel? I hit something?
0: it with a towel. Tur- I turned off the burner, took off the food and, had, you know, it was food because you got this weird ass electric gotten... ovens.
1: Okay. It's not weird. It's just in Chicago, everybody has gas ovens or gas stove tops. I mean. Yeah. And gas ovens. The normal way. Well, where I grew up, everybody had electric. <laughs>
0: where I grew up, we didn't have gas.
1: We, gas is not available. They don't pipe it into the house. It's not the neighborhood is not set up for that.
0: And how do you have heat?
1: We have heat?
0: Don't you? Have, but don't you have a gas heater?
1: I don't know. Didn't. But they don't pipe it into the into the kitchens. It's, the houses are not built that way. That's
0: just weird.
1: You'd have to have it special done. Strange. I mean, now more and more people are. Yeah. Because it's better. It is. But if you're not used to cooking on it, remember when mom was visiting us and she decided to make something?
0: And she caught my stove on fire?
1: No, it's just it like almost burnt because she wasn't used to the pans getting hot that fast. Yep. Because it takes a while for the electric stove to, to heat up.
0: When you use proper tools.
1: Well, and the other thing is like if the <clears throat> water starts to boil over with a gas stove, you just turn it down and it goes down r- immediately. hmm but with electric, you have to remove the pot from the burner.
0: Yep, let turn it cool it down,
1: down. Yeah, and then put it back on.
0: So anyway, talking about Turkey Day Disasters, uh, this game came out in 2009, was designed, drawn, uh, the artist was Bobby Doran. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to... It looks cool. Yeah, it does look cool. Apparently, he, he looks like he's got a ton of... He's almost like a little like um, uh, games type of thing. He's got a bunch of... Oh, really? Little printable games. So I'm gonna put a link in there, and if you Dag-nabbit. you know if you can buy them, I think there might be a little cost for it, <laughs> about a dollar or something like that. But definitely pick it up for this guy because this game looks very cool. Look
1: at this card, Dag Nabbit, negative one point. Neighbors show up hungry after their turkey blows up in the deep fryer.
0: That's see, that's the thing that could happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll tell them to go out to eat. But anyway.
0: Ra 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 ra
1: ra 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 ra.
0: So there you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's smiling at me. That was a Christmas story reference. Yes. Anything else tonight?
0: No, that's. I'm telling you, the warm meat is good. Warm meat is amazing.
1: Yeah, it's very good. You know what we should do tomorrow for the drink?
0: Warm yeah. vodka.
1: Well, I was gonna say spiced rum and apple cider.
0: We do mm-hmm. have a thing in of apple warm cider. Warm apple cider. And I don't gotta be anywhere except with my family on thursday so and they've seen me into my worst
1: what who's seeing us tomorrow
0: no thursday
1: tomorrow's wednesday
0: i know that's what i'm saying tomorrow i can drink harder because (laughs) uh, tomorrow i have phone calls with for work oh Oh, yeah Okay.
1: yeah you gotta work i'm off
0: yeah you're off it's
1: one way to put it all
0: right so thank you for listening to this rambling nonsense at the end of the show and uh, we will be back tomorrow with another topic and rum insider.
1: And See you tomorrow. Bye bye.